Hello and welcome to Chaplain's Word of the Day. I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as we explore God's Word so that we can be inspired, challenged, and comforted together. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett and today I want to share a word about a prospectus of God as I comment on Psalm 33. The first five verses of Psalm 33 read, Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise benefits the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to Him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to Him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all His work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The world is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. You might remember the bad old joke about the, the rabbi who got irritated by the Christian saying, Jesus saves. Now, Jesus does save. Uh, but this rabbi got irritated by that saying, and he coined another phrase, Moses invests. And investment of money is better than saving money, and investment in God apparently is better than Jesus saving us. But the fact is, anyone who invests in their God takes a risk. Anyone who invests in their God uh, puts their stock in Him. They uh, take on themselves the risk that if that God that they are trusting is not a trustworthy God, if that God who they're trusting is not a righteous God, if that God who they are trusting is, is not um, an efficacious God who can do something, then the investment that they're going to make is lost. Now, investment houses all across the land, all across the world, will produce what they call a prospectus. And that prospectus is designed to help investors understand the risks they're about to take when they invest in the company. Well, in many ways, Psalm 33 could be considered a prospectus about our God, Yahweh God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the first thing that we see in verses 1 through 5 of Psalm 33 is that our God is righteous. Now, it begins talking about how uh, God's people need to praise Him, how they need to lift up their voices and sing to Him, how they need to play instruments in praise of God, and how uh, worshiping God and praising Him benefits us who are in His family. But the reason why we can do this is found in the last two verses of verses 4 and 5. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all His work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of God. God is righteous. And because He is righteous, we can trust Him. He's going to do the right thing. He's not going to be led astray by some whim. He's not going to be led astray by evil. God is rock solid in who He is in terms of the characteristics of righteousness. He is the most righteous of any being that has ever existed. We know that. And so He is the ultimate in righteousness, and therefore we can trust Him. And because we can trust Him, we can praise Him. We can invest our hearts in Him because His Word is upright and He loves righteousness and justice. And His love fulfills the entire world. So our God is righteous. We can trust Him. 
and therefore we can praise Him. Now the psalmist goes on in verses 6 through 12 to tell us some other things. Listen to what the psalmist says. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and by the breath of His mouth all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea as a heap. He puts the deeps in the storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of Him. For He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever, and the plans of His heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom He has chosen as His heritage. Now, not only have we seen that the Lord is righteous. Our God is righteous. Yahweh God is righteous. We also see that Yahweh God is real. How do we know He's real? Well, first, He demonstrated His power. He spoke and the world came into being. Uh, we, we know about the king and queen of England and how when the king or the queen say, uh, I would like something to take place. What that means is it's going to take place because it's not just their wishes. It's also their command. Do you heard that saying, your wish is my command? Well, that's the way it is with God. When God speaks, everything obeys Him because He has power. He controls the mighty powers of nature. And in fact, He spoke and brought all those things into being. We also see here His personality. His personality is awesome. You know that chorus, our God is an awesome God? It's a true thing. He is awesome and mighty and powerful, and He has all the inhabitants of the earth standing in awe of Him. When they really see God, when they really understand who God is, when they see His personality, all the peoples of the world fall to their knees in awe of Him. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Our God is awesome. We see His power. We also see His personality. We see in these verses His plans. You see, we have plans, but God's plans overcome our plans. Nations have plans, but God's plans overcome our plans. And these plans that God has will last for generations. Uh, we say that man proposes and God disposes, and that is true. And that is what the scriptures say here, that He commanded that, uh, for things to happen, and they happened. He frustrates the plans of people, but He brings His own plans uh, to fruition. And finally, what we also see in these verses are God's people. These are people whom God chooses to bless because they have chosen to be a part of His kingdom. They are people who have dedicated their hearts and their lives to Him. And He gives them not only His love initially and throughout their lifetime, He also gives them an inheritance. And that inheritance will last forever. So what we see here is God is real. And so when He uh, acts, uh, he does things that affects our lives and affects other people's lives. And one of the things that He does is He brings to us a inheritance or He brings us a return on our investment. When we trust in the Lord, He returns to us 
blessings. When we invest our lives in the Lord, He returns to us inheritance. When we put our trust in the Lord, He returns to us actions on our behalf. Our God is righteous. Our God is real. And here's another thing about our God. Our God remembers us. Listen to verses 13 through 22 of Psalm 33. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all children of men. From where He sits enthroned, He looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the heart of them all and observes all their deeds. The king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a false hope for salvation, and by its great might it cannot rescue. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love, that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart is glad in Him because we trust in His holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us even as we hope in you. Here's what's good about God. Not only does He portray righteousness, or not only is He righteous in His personality, not only is He real, He's a real investment. We talk about real estate and, and investing in real estate. Well, there's nothing more real than God because everything that is real on the earth came from Him. But here's what's really exciting about Psalm 33 is that our God remembers us. He remembers us. From God's perspective, He sits above us and He looks down upon us and He considers all our lives. He sees the things that we've done. He sees the things that we have not done. He sees what's in our hearts. He sees what's going on outside of us. He sees things that haven't even happened yet. He sees things that's happened to us that we don't even know why it happened. Many times we've talked to people who have come across some unfortunate situation. It could be a, an illness. It could be a financial problem. It could be a, a car wreck. It could be losing their job. And they ask the question, why did this happen? Well, we don't know why it happened. We may never know why it happened, but I know for a fact that God looks from above and He sees us and He knows why these things happen. He also provides us His protection. Uh, all these things that the, the psalmist wrote about, the, the mighty power of the king and the big war horse and all those things, those things cannot protect us. They can't protect us from ourselves. They can't protect us from spiritual things. They can't protect us from our fail, failures and foibles as a human being. Only God can help us with those things. And even when our days on this earth come to an end, God will protect us from going to be a place away from Him. He will protect us if we let Him, if we let His Son be our Savior. He will protect us from that uh, eternal separation that happens for people who are not a part of His kingdom. And He will take us home to be with Him, and we will rest in Abraham's bosom as we saw in the Gospels. Our prayers are heard by Him. He hears us when we cry out. He hears us when we seek Him. And what happens then is He provides us peace. Our God is our joy and He is our peace. So this then is our prospectus on God. You can see He's a great God. You can see He's a wonderful God. He's a real God. He's a triumphant God. But here's the thing. 
He's our God. He holds us safely in the palm of His hand. There was that insurance company years ago that talked about being the good hands people. The greatest being, the greatest personality, the greatest source of comfort is the God of all the universe. And, and He is the true good hands person. In fact, He is such a good person and He's such a powerful person. He's such an attentive person that an investment in Him is really no risk at all. We get a guaranteed return on our investment with God. There are many people around the world who will guarantee you so much money from an investment. Many of them, not all of them, but many of them are just, are just fraudulent scams. Our God is real. Our God is righteous. Our God remembers us, and our God will return to us a great return on our investment. Have you invested your life in God? Have you trusted everything to Him? There is no alternative for spiritual investment than our God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Invest in Him. You will not be sorry. Before I go, let me share my new book with you. Seminary taught me to be a pastor, but the Army taught me to be a leader. I would like to share how God melded those two skill sets in my new book, Decently and in Order. It's available now on Amazon in paperback and on Kindle. If you want to know more about effectively leading teams and events, check out Decently and in Order on Amazon.com. I believe you will find it eye-opening and helpful. That's Decently and in Order by Otis Corbett. Thanks for taking a look. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with another portion of God's Word that we can consider together. Every blessing, I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett.